ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Rewind Wrestling Network, where I, your host, Ted, will be with my co-hosts, the New Master of the South, Tyler Peters, and the Brazilian Destroyer, Vinicius, as we talk all things professional wrestling happening in the professional wrestling world, the indies, the pros, everywhere you go. Let's get right into Rewind Wrestling Radio. All right, everybody. So this is Ted from the Rewind Wrestling Radio Show, and I have to tell you that uh, this week's show went a little bit off the rails. We were supposed to have guests Cha-Cha Charlie and Vince Steele on. Uh, they did call in. There was a lot of audio issues. We couldn't get their their interview up to uh, to our standards of quality. And then, um, you know, Venetia's had people coming in to, to get ready for the show, and Tyler had internet issues. So this show is kind of piecemeal of what the show was going to be. Uh, I, I put it all together for you guys. I hope that you enjoy it. Please give me some comments in the comment section below. Tell me what you think about my predictions and help me out and, and help me see your point of view. I look forward to seeing everybody next week on the show, and we will get right back to it with Venetius and Tyler and the whole crew. And uh, let's get to it, folks. Let's go to Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. I am your host, Ted, and with me is the Brazilian giant, Venetius, and the new mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, although you may occasionally notice that tonight Mr. Peters is frozen throughout the night. So at any given time, we may be asking Mannequin Tyler a question, and we'll we'll never know. We'll have the uh, lag lamp from the Christmas story to stand in. For God's yeah, sake. see? Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Gentlemen, it is a pleasure to uh, sit down and chat with you guys again this week. And, uh, you know, we were supposed to go live this week initially, but we just could not make that happen. And it was not smart business because the debate is tonight and the Eagles game is tonight and a lot of our audience is in Philadelphia. So... Yeah, I mean the Eagles aren't doing. You can see great, how but how mad is. Tyler is about that statement. He's not yeah, even. Yeah, look blinking. at that. Look he's at that. Angry. He's just he's got that that stoic. Tyler. <laughs> stoic Tyler. He's just so upset. Go ahead, continue. He's thinking about Trump. That's what for, he's thinking. For about. our for our our poor listening audience that doesn't see the YouTube video of this, they're gonna be like, "What the hell is going on with yeah. these guys? They're crazy." He doesn't but, even uh, blink. But that speaking Tyler of our Peters. listening audience, um, oh. this week I spent a lot of time uh, messaging. Almost, yeah. uh, ev- almost every single one of our Twitter followers and every one of our Instagram followers to ask them for topics for us to talk about in our closing segment each week. And so we actually got a handful of them, guys, and I'm excited to like run them past you guys over the oh, course cool. of this week because we got Look, yeah, maybe, you know, maybe and, a dozen and, really cool topics. That came and in. one of the things that I'm, I'm really sorry, I can't speak about sadomasochism on the podcast. That's a different podcast. So yes. the like nine or ten of you that told, told me to do that, look, you know, I know you're interested in the lifestyle. But that's premium service. Tyler, relax. Look how angry that guy is. <laughs> He's so tight. He's like He's such mm. an angry guy. Just blink for a second, dude. <laughs> Take a breath, so, dude. So listen, uh, I real quick though before before we get into the heat of things tonight because we have a long night ahead of us promoting uh, the CCW show that's coming up. Who the, what the hell is CCW? But uh, anyway, we're we're gonna. I want to give a shout out to all the people that gave us some love on, on Twitter, Twitter and Instagram. All the people that shot us messages back. So. Yeah. Uh, Dan Knightley, the Aquarian, uh, David Samuel Blaine. David Samuel Blaine like mentioned us in like twenty tweets tweets this week. He was just constantly pushing our name out there. Yeah, no, and I love I love his magic. I love yeah. Blaine's magic. You're wonderful. I don't um, care what all those girls said about you. 
<laughs> uh, Douglas Sneesby, uh, Docknad, BR Trees. Great name. Budios WWE, BTM Promotions, Spooky Dookie, oh. AEW Multiverse, Matt Jones 2587, Reigns B Rockin', the letter B. Oh man, I'd be rocking Reigns. Right. Bobby Hudson, Lucha 9123, Beige Likeable, Good King name. Corbin's Queen. Weird name. 18 Tomasco Champa. Great. Nessa General, General. V. so thank you to everybody that that showed us some love whether you just liked one of our messages if you messaged us back a theme if you gave us a sub like we picked up maybe 10 subs from these people all all popping on and saying oh yeah i'll go give you a sub right now and it was just it was so awesome so thank you to all of you um you got a shout out this week and if we pick one of your topics and we'll give you another shout out for uh for giving us the topic that we talked about starting next week but uh I want to get jump right into it, guys, because we are running a little bit behind schedule this morning. Tyler's uh, time Tyler, relax, is not dude. working over there. Tyler's so mad this today. It's just... it's crazy. Give us a little feedback, Ty. It's crazy. Jeez, you're so angry. Just long, angry pauses. Breathe a little, buddy. <laughs> Daggum retribution. I knew they were coming to Halloween Hardcore Heaven. Right. Yeah, they are. Sapphire Lee, the, you know, the hacker. Of course we know you are. You're messing yeah. with our... That's racist, Tyler. Relax, well, listen, dude. listen here. All those CCW people that were working for the WWE before it was a COVID hotspot, they were in retribution. So truthfully, they are <laughs> yes. there. Yeah, they will be. Retribution will be there on Saturday. That's the truth, actually. Yeah. Well, wow. Wait a minute. The OG retribution, when people liked them, are going to be at CCW <laughs> before they were ruined. Before they were buried on Raw, you mean? All right, we're going to get to that later. Um, so I, I want to, you know, and V, you can you can talk about this a little bit more. Um, you know that guy right there. I know most of you probably don't even recognize him. It's like what oh the hell? Yeah. And I'm like oh my goodness. Um, but we're we're going to promote tonight. We're here to promote Coastal Championship Wrestling. It's Halloween Hardcore Heaven. Did I say it right? You said it exactly right. Oh, perfect. See, I'm not Joe. Um, Joe had some comments, though. He, he sent Tyler and I a message about uh, Dynamite this week, and it's perfect. So we're going to get into that in a little oh, bit. Um, but we're here to promote CCW's Halloween Hardcore Heaven tonight. And so we're going to have a bunch of the guys that are on the card call into the show over the course of our show tonight. So um, we're super excited to have that. V, give us the deets, man. Tell us, tell us about okay. this show. Uh, uh, the ring is already set up so we were already hitting it hard you know tyler's upset because uh uh he wasn't able to train with us that long relax buddy breathe a little and then um uh saturday at uh, uh six o'clock is the meet and greet eight o'clock is bell time and we have an amazing card uh just up and down the card is just wonderful you have the nature boy paul lee if you watch impact wrestling and you saw the nature boy Paul Lee, he'll be wrestling Billy <laughs> Bob Hill. It's going to be wonderful. That one's going on early, so don't show up late, okay? You want to see Billy Bob, but obviously um, Bram is wrestling Bugs, and uh, uh, the big main event is uh, Alex Ocean and Sabu in a Halloween hardcore match. No holds barred. It's going to be wonderful. And you have uh, uh, Sabu, who is the uh, homicidal, suicidal, genocidal, regicidal, if we had a king. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, patricidal, whatever you can go on and on, but he'll be wrestling uh, Alex Ocean, uh, the, the neck break kid, you know, the most up and coming deathmatch wrestler, you know, trained at Coastal Championship Wrestling, trained by by uh, uh the best wrestling uh, school in America. But um, 
Uh, that one's going to be a huge main event. So that's what everybody wants to see. Obviously, Bram. Obviously, Francisco Siazzo also was on Impact Wrestling uh, last week. And uh, 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 Frankie Capone, they made that big joke. But he's not a joke. He'll be wrestling uh, Impact Wrestler uh, uh, Chase Stevens. On the night of Bound for Glory, can you imagine? They chose <laughs> CCW over the big BFG. You know, I'm sure Nature Boy Paul Lee is going to have to run pretty quick, if you know what I mean. Uh, uh, it's in the same city. But anyway, um, guy's going to be there, Cha-Cha Charlie and uh, um, uh, Vince Steele, who you're, who's going to be on the show in just a minute. They're going to be wrestling one of the best tag teams in Georgia, in uh, uh, Tennessee, and that's the Nelms brother, brothers, Chris and uh, Joe Nelms. So that's going to be a huge match. The whole card is just stacked. There's too many matches. Uh, uh, I, I'd be... Uh, you know, hard pressed to say the one I think the one that I'm most uh, interested about is it's Camille Brickhouse, NWA. You know, mm-hmm. she might be taking home the CCW Women's Championship if she were to beat uh, Marina Tucker uh, on Saturday. Uh, and who knows? Um, that would immediately, I think, make it the top women's belt um, in a you know probably like top five in the country. Not to, not to say that Marina hasn't already made it one of the top women's belts, but I think just the fact that you have a physical specimen like uh, Camille Brickhouse holding uh, that championship would just do amazing stuff. So that is the, um, that is the card, but, but even more important is now we've sold a ton of tickets. We've sold a ton of tickets. Uh, I had to clear out a lot of room because we're going to be social distancing. We're going to have masks. Um, You know, there's going to be a lot of stuff going on. So get there early uh, for the meet and greet, get there early for all that type of stuff, but we want to be safe and it's going to be a great show. I mean, the tickets already have been crazy. Um, you know, we're close to capping the, the amount of people because I can't make, I mean, I have a huge arena so I can keep opening up more space, but at the moment, like for right now, like unless, you know, if we get a huge surge uh, over the next couple of days, I'll open up even more space and then we're not even sure about the walk up. So try to buy your ticket beforehand so we can, you know, make space and avoid any delays. But yeah, we're so excited. It's going to be so badass. And of course, I'm going to be wrestling. Fonzie's going to be there. Think about that. Look, look how long I've been talking and I'm finally talking about the Brazilian giant. I'm finally talking about Fonzie. That means the card is stacked. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, a lot of amazing talent. Yeah. And and I believe you guys just announced your next show too, Breaking Chains, right? So go Insane. check out the uh, the co- go check out Coastal Championship Wrestling FL dot com. You can find out all their information there. And, yeah, Gary uh, Gary there. Wolf, man, Pitbull, Gary Wolf. He doesn't wrestle uh, a bunch, so this is something that someone you know that you're not going to be able to see you know a ton of times a year. But mm-hmm. when he does, he does go all out. So uh, he will be involved in a um, a hardcore match with somebody we don't know yet. Who, but um, you know, whoever that is, I feel bad for them. I feel sorry for them. So we're gonna see. It's gonna be awesome. I, I feel so sorry for him. <laughs> yeah. So sorry. Yeah. All right. So so listen, my friends. Uh, we're we're just a few minutes behind now. We kind of caught up a little bit of steam here, but I do want to talk just for a few minutes before we get uh, before we get our first group in here to talk with us, which I think is uh, Miami Mike. Um, let's let's talk let's talk what we liked in wrestling this week and what we didn't like in wrestling this week. Now we've only got about 10 minutes to talk about this week's shows. Right. Um, And so really what I want to do is I want to do the same kind of style that we did last week with Amy uh, where I say, you know, here's the show. Tell me one thing you liked about it. And if there was something that really stood out to you that you want to, that you want to critique, give it to me. Um, You know, I I know that that's tough because some of these shows, I mean, Raw's three freaking hours. You could dissect it. Right. 
but let's uh, let's try and go through this thing. So um, I'm going to kick it off with SmackDown from last week, and um, you know, for our listening audience, we when we talk the week of wrestling, we film on Thursday night, so we go back to the Friday before for SmackDown. So we're talking about SmackDown from October 16th, and um, man, they made Braun just not look good, man. They made Braun not look good. They made Roman look amazing. And they were like, well, Braun's going over to Raw. He doesn't have to be on the Fox TV show anymore. So we can make him look a little bit crappy, you know? And that's what happened. And man, that really stood out to me. It was crazy. It was crazy. Let's throw it to Tyler before he freezes up again. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you, Ted. SmackDown was, uh, had some good matches. Really liked the, uh, the New Day match with uh, Nakamura and Cesaro and Sheamus. That was great because Sheamus is going over to Raw. So it was like Kingston and uh, Xavier Woods. Mm-hmm. there it is and that was it and he just got so mad about it he Look, so here's mad. the thing here's the thing so um he got caught with that nice new choke i thought i thought that was fine he didn't tap out i mean he doesn't look weak you know braun has had you know a lot of stops and starts so i think a lot of people feel that way it's like i'll oh, stop and start for braun again but mm-hmm. dude's huge and he's money so you know what you know like uh it's fine and it's clear it's all leading up to the greatest return of all time the man, Goldberg, his back. Of course. He, yeah. they, they even had him on the Thunderdome. They heeded my, they they my, my pleads. They finally got all my letters. You know, you know how hard <laughs> it is to send a physical letter in 2020? It's impossible. The mail trucks don't even exist anymore. All them, they're all getting fired and thrown in the dumpsters and stuff like <laughs> that. So I'm trying. I sent so many physical mails to, um, uh, uh, to the WWE, and, I, and all of them just say, bring back Goldberg. You know, and I, 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 I want to show that I'm a different person, so I cut out different magazine uh, clippings. Uh, I, I paste them on there, and I send thousands of them. So hopefully they've heeded that warning. Are the eyes cut out? Yeah, all of them. Awesome. Like, yeah, I don't even print it. I literally have to. You know how many magazines? You know how many? You know how many issues of Cat Fancy I've had to cut up? Thousands. thousands <laughs> of, of Cat Fancy. Well, let's let's click over to Raw here. Um, and man, I'm just not sure what they're doing with retribution anymore. But I'll tell you what, I uh, I really enjoyed the opening of the show up until the match between retribution and the hurt business. And I loved, I love seeing the hurt business go over because I think that they're so good. And I loved seeing Bray come back and kick the crap out of retribution. But then I'm like, wait, we spent all this time making retribution look like a bunch of badasses, mm-hmm. right? And now it's like, oh, well, now we're, we really are just a bunch of whiny bees, man. Like, it's crazy. Mustafa's Ali, like, I was the hacker, and I didn't get what I want. And now I found other people that didn't get what they want. I want a better job. You know, shut the f- up. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah. So anyway, I'm going to throw it to Big V. Venetia's tell me sure. what you think. Well, one thing, one thing I'll have to say is that uh, Ciampa w- would have actually, I think, elevated the group. And I think that's where they're going, right? Uh, to where they yeah. were going to go. I don't think that's going to happen anymore. Dude. But uh, that no. would have actually elevated the group. You know, not to say, look, what, what uh, Mustafa Ali has done, especially, you know, he quit the police force over police brutality before it was cool, guys. It wasn't even cool to do that. Like, he didn't do it in 2020. He did it in, like, 2014. Like, it wasn't even cool to do that. So he actually seems like a good guy. But, you know, you, you have to see, like, uh, where it's going in the long term. You know, had they had brought – Champa into it 
had they not have changed their names, you know, it could still have been um, Dijakovic. Mm. It could have still have been those guys. They could have been their name, you know. It, I don't know. But uh, uh, what do you think, Tyler? Tyler, don't get so upset. Tyler, okay, okay. He's so upset he doesn't even want to talk about it. Uh, but other than that, look, Raw's a three-hour show. I mean, the Hurt Business is getting that the push. Um, the Fiend is getting a mega push. You know, it's, it is what it is. Oh, Tyler's back. Tyler, tell me something about Not Raw. Not so upset anymore. No, I, I don't understand, you know, Lana being in the championship match. I mean, if that's the way. Because Asuka just dominated her. They're, you know, I, I hate to say that, but I'm seeing it now with the way they're booking. No offense. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Tyler, you get, so, you get so mad when it's 50-50 booking. Then they book someone strong and you're so mad. I mean, I you just wake up angry, dude. Like, I, is anything going to make you happy? What, when, what, like, what in your life is going to make you happy? Christian Mingle. Christian Mingle, Farmers Only. Oh, he's mad now. No, he's happy. Look at that glow of look joy. Look at that glare. Yeah, look at that. No, he's, he's a glowing. He's so happy. Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> All anyway. right, guys. So listen, I, let's let's kick it over to Impact because Impact has their huge pay-per-view coming up on Saturday. They're Ooh. competing with CCW, but we're still going to talk about it. Because Daddy, we're the he's big not men. even competing, brother. He's not even competing. <laughs> Yeah, have get a couple of hurricanes, Daddy. Woo. Yeah, that's, right. that's right. You eat a couple of green lizards, you watch the CCW. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> so, so, my friends, let's let's talk about Impact Wrestling. I thought the show was really yeah. solid this week. I thought that it was a great lead-in to, to Bound for Glory. Uh, I, I'm interested to, to hear what you guys have to say. Um, I'm going to throw it to Tyler first here before he freezes up on us again. Yeah, I think what EC3, like you said, Ted, what they're mm. doing. Ah, every yeah, time. I think EC3, well, it's funny because it does give me that QAnon vibe. Like EC3 knows what's going on, uh, yep. but he's he signed on a per-appearance deal for TNA. He's starting his thing in um, uh, uh, Ring, of, Ring Honor. of Honor. I think he's – I love I love EC3. I'm hearing that, like, uh, uh, his stock is not what it used to be. I'm hearing that, like, he – had a lot better opportunities before this free agency. This free agency hasn't been as lucrative to these guys as possible. Like he thought he was going to get a lot more. He ended up signing a per appearance or whatever, Mm -hmm. but I think he's still great. He looks freaking great. He looks like a million bucks. And look, I, if look, if I wasn't destroying people with a mask, you know, and, and Bill Alfonso, I'd probably have my own QAnon gimmick, you know, they say, they say you should uh, uh, just be yourself and then dial it up to 11. So you know, I'm, I'm, you, you should see how many times I hashtag save the children, dude. It's like constant. So. Got you. Got you. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, while we're, while we're talking impact and EC3 a little bit, he was, uh, he was really good in NXT. He was not great on the main roster and that was booking mostly I would think. But what I would say is I'm really excited to see where he can go with Moose because I think he and Moose can elevate mm-hmm. each other a lot. Um, that being said, I, I do want to keep things moving here uh, because we've only got uh, maybe two or three minutes left here. Um, let's, let's talk about Wednesday night wrestling here. Uh, I, Joe, Joe sent Tyler and I a message. Jolton Joe, <laughs> he came back and he, he was talking to Tyler and I, and he said, did you see AEW? The Jericho MJF thing was dumb. Oh. Doing skits is for a variety show. So that's the hot take. I want your reactions to it. I'm going to Big V first. What is your reaction to that statement by Joe? 
They're killing. It kills the business. It kills the business. You know, look, okay, it's not like they were opponents. So, you know, and, and Jericho and MJF, like, they have this thing where they could, you know, they could see them doing that. That's not, like, so out of character. Like, you know, why are – okay, let's look at the motivation. Like, what's their motivation? They're, they're kind of making a joke, and, you know, they're kind of healing it up a little bit, palling it up. So it's not, like, the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it got a lot of people talking, so that's good. But it's not my cup of tea. You know, when I um, – look – Everybody knows, like, I'm a huge uh, traditional uh, musical fan and musical theater fan. You know, like, I, I don't like my wrestling and my musical theater to be together. They're both very sacred things to me, and I think mm-hmm. they should be separate, you know. If mm-hmm. I want to watch Little Shop of Horrors, you know, for the 700th time, then I'll do that. But, you know, I don't watch AEW, you know, to watch uh, Little, Little Shop of Horrors. And that's yeah, what it I was. Agree. But it did get a lot of people talking. And you look, everything Jericho does is great. And then, um, you know, MJF just kind of trying to get a little bit of that Jericho dust while Jericho's still, you know, on contract. Agreed. Agreed. Man, Tyler, we have some great screenshots of you tonight. He's so brother. mad. Look, he's, he was so mad about that. And I understand, he, you know, Tyler's a more traditional guy. He's like, like a cornet guy. So he knows it's killing the business. That's right. That's right. Money um, doesn't I, make I, money in musical theater barely makes money have you guys seen the producers yeah. that documentary the producers that documentary <laughs> tyler t- tell, tell me what, what do you think, think about wednesday night, night bud no i haven't seen that i, I thought of once again the nxt you know there was some good stuff on aw but i i prefer them not just because the dinner segment just i think they with halloween havoc too is helping them you kind of get some steam i want to see raquel gonzalez and uh rhea ripley i, I think that'll be an awesome match and I, I like hey what about pat mcafee uh, you know, that was a surprise. Didn't expect that to be. Yeah, Pat McAfee coming in and helping uh, and helping uh, Danny Birch and uh, what's his name? Danny oh, Birch Lord. and Oney Lorcan win those tag team titles yeah. was it, it was definitely a, a surprise for me. It was definitely a surprise on my end. So. All right, my friends. We are, uh, we're getting ready for our first break here. So when we come back, we're going to be talking with one of AEW's many stars on their show. We're going to be talking to Miami, Miami Mike right, right when we come back. One of CCW. I wish he was AEW star. Did I say AEW? I'm sorry. Tickets for me, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> one of CCW's stars on their show, Halloween Hardcore Heaven. Miami Mike, we'll be bringing him on in just a few moments. Come back with us right after this quick commercial to promote the show that you can see in Nashville, Tennessee on Saturday night. Wrestling fans, Coastal Championship Wrestling returns to the Music City on October 24th, live for Halloween Hardcore Heaven at Helio Strata in Nashville, Tennessee. Your huge main event is Sabu versus the next break kid, Alex Ocean. Go to CoastalChampionshipWrestlingFL.com and buy your tickets today. They're going fast. And... We are back. You are listening to me and Ted's show now because Tyler's uh, gone. Gone forever, actually. It's a long story. But uh, we have a wonderful wrestler from Coastal Championship Wrestling, CCW. He is Miami Mike. We like to call him Miami Miguel. Uh, he likes to hang out in well, the West. Hangs out, hangs out maybe if I boat. get enough of a tan, I'll, I'll, I'll become my, a Miami Miguel. It'll, it'll, <laughs> it'll work more. And don't be racist, dude. It's 2020. Anyway, uh, 
Um, uh, obviously, Mike, you have a huge match on Saturday at Halloween Hardcore Heaven. But I wanted to uh, – you, you – obviously, you're training at the uh, CCW training facility, but you had a brief uh, stint training uh, eight years ago with the legendary Dory Funk. Can you tell me how that uppercut – uh, felt how does that uppercut <laughs> with the funker funker it's eight years ago and i can i can still uh you mentioned it in my chest my chest flinched a little bit it hurt uh, it'll get you they don't play around he's got big old arms and then funks will will hit you with those arms they're they're it's de- deceivingly big i mean he's a tall guy but like man he's 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 a big dude and he'll uh he'll he'll get you but yeah, uh, that's but it's great. I mean, learning from a Hall of Famer, learning from no matter how stiff he was, man, it's uh that's a wealth of knowledge right there, especially for wrestling. I mean, that's uh, he's gone through everywhere. Texas, Florida Championship Wrestling, which is right. holds dear to my heart. That's what I got into growing up as a kid. Is uh, FCW all the all the legends there? Uh, Dusty Rhodes, who's been uh, Coastal Championship Wrestling, Dustin Rhodes, uh, the Funks, Terry Funk, CCW uh, champion. Yeah, they were all there. Yeah. I don't know if you can tell from my look, but uh, Terry Funk was definitely a big part of, of my uh, my my life. So the scraggly, just that character, dude. So like a uh, yin and yang, him and Dory are, are the calm, and then there's the crazy. You're nothing dog. but a whore, Mike. You're <laughs> you egg sucking dog. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, your horse's yeah. ass when he cuts the promo. Yeah. I mean, it's just good forever. Stuff. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Aww. yeah. It's like Forever someone who could be scary one. with such a like Terry Funk could be so scary with such a quivering voice, right? His voice is like yeah, yeah. It's like he's not you know he didn't need to be like uh, Vader or you know Ultimate Warrior. No, because he, he came like, out with a branding oh, iron. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Branding iron. I remember as yeah, a kid, I was one. I was wondering what it felt to be branded, you know. And then when I was, it was a horrible experience. Yeah, exactly. I didn't. Uh, I think. I think that was. Uh, you know, they started branding people after I left Dory's. Maybe I didn't. I didn't get to that. I didn't graduate my training. I didn't get branded. But you know, it probably yeah, with a with a big DF or an MF right on your <laughs> yeah, butt yeah, yeah, forever. Yeah, big, big Texas symbol. So obviously, uh, you were a. Uh, um, obviously, you love professional wrestling. You're always a professional wrestling fan, but you were also a producer on the Steve Harvey show. So I'm sure yeah. that's that's definitely prepared you for shots to the face as much as possible, right? <laughs> you know, that was, tell that us was a little awesome. bit about how your experience as an AP on the uh, Steve Harvey show prepared you for wrestling a wrestler like Venetius this Saturday. Um, well, uh, it it was a it was a big time environment, so I guess the the hype of uh, of, of filming live Steve Harvey shows and and kind of going by the seat of your pants because uh, the a constant lot of stuff- abuse, I'm sure. This year, dude, it's the forearm, Steve I'm Harvey. I'm just kidding. I, I just want to make sure on, you on you can never work for Steve Harvey again. I'm sure he was a nice guy. <laughs> so nice. I think they're starting up. And uh, to whoever I worked with on that crew, they were awesome and they're great people. But uh, but Steve Harvey's forearms, man, just just stiff. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it was great, man. I mean, when you were, like when whenever you whenever you would give a bad answer, well, people don't realize this, but when you're playing the feud with Steve Harvey. And you give a bad answer. They edit it out of the show, but he yeah. would just start clubbing them. No, they, 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 they stop down. Yeah. He would just yeah. beat them mercilessly. What <laughs> they did you do say? the blade job and everything. They'd just be bleeding like a stuffed pig. <laughs> they, they had to edit it out of the show. This is true. Yeah. 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 And then he's all collected. Tyler Peters. <laughs> yeah, hey. You quote hey. me on this. Me, Tyler Peters, okay? Steve Harvey beat everybody up. <laughs> yeah, thanks Steve for Harvey making fun of me. Everybody yeah. up. God, it's true. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But you're wrestling uh, Venetius. And uh, 
obviously wherever Vinicius is, is Bill Alfonso. So, you know, you've met uh, Bill before a few times. Tell me about that experience. Uh, He kept telling you to shut the fuck up, right? He did. I think he just liked to tell me to shut the fuck up. Miami. Like, I think he just heard my name. and was like, I'm going to tell this guy to shut the fuck up. It, he, uh, <laughs> but, but it's all good. I mean, again, man, uh, he's got that whistle and he's a, he's, he can be, a can be as, as mean and, and as callous as he can with, with you by his side. But, but, uh, but you know, he, he again, doesn't even hold a candle. He doesn't even hold a candle to Steve Harvey. <laughs> No, dude, no. Steve Harvey is way more intimidating than Bill Alfonso. <laughs> but uh, I think Bill Alfonso actually got the whistle thing from Steve Harvey. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Not a lot of people know that. No, I, mean, hey, I did not know. Yeah. I, I got my finish from Steve Harvey. I got too. my finish, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was watching an unedited version of The Feud. And he just some starts whistling like, as soon as somebody Some girl was like, my me, or like, my may, or something. And then he just hit her with that finish, and I stole it. I stole Boom. It. Yeah. No, he would. Yo, no. I, I'm done. The, the headline for this show, the title for this episode, is going to be Steve Harvey Beats Producer. <laughs> Great, dude. Yeah. Sick. Write an I'm article about, about it, Tyler. Put that, uh, that'll be a nice <laughs> article for you. <laughs> Tyler, will, Tyler will write up the article on all everything entertainment. It'll be all right. It'll, it'll be, be great. Yeah, I'll, I'll take care of it. In a, you know, and I'm, yeah, I'm blaming that Degum group retribution. It's all the bad creative for freezing up. I got to blame somebody. So, my God. Oh, yeah, man, and man. me too. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I spilled all. I said, I, I told you the behind the scenes of Steve Harvey. He's just, he's just constantly, constantly working people, just hitting people, just uh, chopping people. He's just, they got, they have to edit that out in the audio. All yeah, the you, you know, you think Dory Funk is, but come on. You went from Dory Funk to Steve Harvey, the Steve stiffest freaking forearm shots. He uh, he didn't like that I was growing a mustache as well, and he, he just ripped it off <laughs> in one foul swoop. It was pretty bad. Oh no, I I, I I'm sure Steve Harvey's a delightful guy, but you uh, you moved uh, you moved you moved back up from LA because of the the pandemic, right? Like everything was yeah. getting shut down. And you're like, you know what? Let's just come down from Miami. I'll just move to the hot spot of COVID nineteen. Move to the uh, hot spot because I'm a, into I'm the a hot spot. Floridian. Uh, no, dude, I love Florida, man, and I love. So Florida, you know, Florida, I know we wouldn't. Country. I know we wouldn't talk about politics, but I mean, you saw the writing on the wall with California. Like that place was going to be shut down for like five years, and you're like, you know what? Let me just escape to Miami. Why did you come so? Uh, oh, obviously, you know, like, uh, how was that move? Like uh, moving. I drove. I drove all the way across the country with my dog piled up on, on top of all my bags and so that poor little dog but uh yeah no uh all my roommates were kind of in the same boat as me man they were out they, they didn't want to be in cali anymore uh la is fun for la but uh to work there and stuff it's just it's just tedious for no reason man a lot of traffic a lot of it puts extra hours on you for no reason and the and the people are, are really uh it's crazy that I, I went from LA to Florida and I prefer the people in Florida. That's how bad. Yeah. That's how bad Steve Harvey <laughs> That I'm okay with criminal Florida in yes. trailer park, Florida. You're in like Stockholm syndrome. You know what? There, I don't need this sunshine and, and, and beautiful oh coastal views. I'm heading back to my trailer park with a palm tree <laughs> and an umbrella drink and some meth heads as my neighbors and I'm good to go, you know? It'll be really in a relaxing environment, if you will. And you think people from Tennessee are bad? Come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we feel right at home. I feel right yeah. at home. Yeah. 
man. Money. Crazy. But yeah, craziness. I drove all the way, but uh, I drove all the way uh, to Florida and then uh, it's where I'm from, man. I always like Florida. Florida gets a bad rap and I, and I like that, but like a lot of the bad rap that it gets is, is stuff that I, I came up with. I came, my, you know, my family, my family's great, but they're crazy, you know, crazy yeah. people, you know, it's just a, it's different, dude. It's different. And it's a different vibe. And I've been to a lot of places. I like, I, I lived in Illinois, I lived in California. I uh, lived in North Florida, Bama, all this stuff. You, but, uh, uh, we're here, we're here in Nashville, and you said last night that uh, you're probably gonna retire here. I or, love or you Tennessee. Just, or you dude. just saying, you're just saying it to that girl because yeah, that, that's what I was gonna say. It's gotta be. No, I would never tell a, a girl where I'm gonna retire. I don't want them bugging me when I'm retired. Uh, but uh, no, I, I love Tennessee. I love Tennessee a lot. I spent a lot of time in Chattanooga, Nashville. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah, Chattanooga. Uh, yeah, it's beautiful. My my family has a has a place up uh, East Tennessee as well, and uh, so I spend a lot of time up here. And it's just, uh, it's just, it's like the heart of the the Southern hospitality, the Southern. Just it's it's yeah. so great. It's so nice. comfortable to live. The weather's great. You're right in the middle. So you I mean, we love to hear you just talk about how much you love Tennessee for hours, Mike. But I have a really I can important do that. question. I can do that. I think I did that to that girl <laughs> tell us, last night. Tell us about it. <laughs> Uh, tell us about any crimes you may have committed. <laughs> uh, I mean, quite a few. Statute uh, of limitations. Remember, nah, statute it, of limitations. Yeah, that was, it was a year. Was it? It's seven years? What was the statute of limitations? <laughs> That's on what you did, brother. <laughs> no, man. Uh, dude, I, I remember. I mean, we used to have some fun, dude. I lived down by the Everglades and stuff. You can get away with a lot of stuff. Uh, nothing too sketch, but, but you know, you got to have some fun. Dude. You got a couple beers in you. There's a gator in the backyard. Stuff gets crazy. That show, uh, that show bloodline is, is like, uh, you know, <laughs> it's accurate, if you will. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, that's funny as hell, man. <laughs> oh man. That is funny as hell. Anyway. Uh, um, man, like we got to get back on the rails, man. Saturday, um, Saturday, you Saturday. Were, actually, you were on a live wrestling episode, um, three in a death match. Uh, we caught the end of that, uh, that match you had mm -hmm. with, uh, uh, Agony and then you went into his, his match with uh, Alex. Like, uh, are mm -hmm. you, how do you feel? You feel like you're more of a death match guy. Like how, where do you see yourself going? Like what's your style and where do you feel like, uh, is, is the place you want to go? in terms of your wrestling style and where do you want to go as a wrestler? Man, I love a lot of different styles. I mean, I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a bigger guy. So I don't, I don't really uh, have the springs like I do to do, to do a lot of stuff that the, the more agile guys do, but I grew up, I grew like I said, I grew up loving Terry Funk and Terry Funk, one of the Kings of the death match. Uh, I don't see that as nothing that I wouldn't do in my career. I think it's just another experience to have, but uh, um as far as that goes, but I was also a huge uh, Triple H. Continue, uh, guys. guys like, guys like uh, oh, do you want me to stop? No, keep going. You're good. Uh, uh, yeah, Triple H uh, was also, uh, as, as much as Ric Flair is Ric Flair to everybody, Triple H was also my Ric Flair. I, saw, I watched him coming up from, you know, the, that first gimmick he was doing to, to being one of the greatest. So I watched him a lot, and that guy never gets on the top rope, man. Uh, but uh, – but no, I, I love that style. I love the hardcore style that Terry Funk kind of gathered together. And I think uh, both of those, man, uh, being a, 
couple gritty matches. I watch a lot of Road King style stuff from from New Japan. I'm a huge New Japan fan. Um, mm-hmm. I just like a lot of hard hitting stuff, man. Man, stuff that the guys get in there and get real competitive with each other, and then you can feel that that comes off in the as you're watching the match. So anything and Terry Funk uh, that I quit match they had without Ric Flair is probably one of my favorite matches. Like there's a way to do hardcore in different styles, you know. But uh, death match is definitely not something that's off my radar. Uh, but also I love to have, you know, 60 minute matches with guys that can go and I have more, you know, put my, yeah, we're all looking forward to those 60 minute matches, Mike, uh, that, uh, people can do it. (laughs) That, uh, uh, table spot in the Terry Funk, Ric Flair always blows my mind because Mm -hmm. it's like, how did they, you know, what were they thinking? Like, how did they come up with that? That just now it's like normal. Now it's like, okay, once a show, you're going to see it. But back then it was really interesting. But they even, and they did it and they did it to the hype of, because the whole reason that angle happened was after Steamboat Flair, the last Steamboat Flair match. And Terry Funk was like Mm -hmm. one of the judges and he just like wants his spot. And it's, uh, and they do it there too. And they kind of like tear up the ring. And when you think the show's done and like, that's that's a whole different era, man. That crowd was probably not even expecting anywhere near that, dude. And uh, that I Quit match is, is very different. When Terry slides on the table and does all this crazy – he's just like a free-moving person. Like, he's like you feel like he's just kind of going with it when he's in there and he's just tough as nails. Um, but, yeah, dude, those spots – I mean, they, those spots were revolutionary. And then, of course, everything gets done a few times in a match now nowadays. But I think it's because our attention – Ted, I got a uh, – uh, and Mike – like I gotta tag you guys in. I'm tagging Ted in, and I got like a million. Like I'm gonna pull a Tyler, Tyler Peters, and I'm just gonna go uh, silent for a little bit. Are you Are you pulling me? Are you Are you pulling me? Is this? Uh, we're getting. I'm getting the. Oh, I'm. Yeah, I've been. I've been trying to yank you off the show for like ten minutes, dude. Oh, man. Once we got off of Steve Harvey, I was like, like. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding, dude. Mike, uh, you're, you're, one you you're one of the best. You're one of the best up and coming wrestlers. No, you're one of the best up and coming wrestlers in CCW, and I love you, Ted. I love you. Um, I'll be back. all right so and tyler had to cut out because uh his internet is going like crazy so it's good man but it's good so you're you're going up with venetius on saturday man and uh you know he's a big he's a big old boy right he's big he's a big he's a big if you will he's he is a big and so I guess my uh, my question to you is, what can you, what do you think of as a strategy for when you're going after a big guy like Venetius is, and and you're you're preparing for a match with him that's going to be on this magnitude? Man, I just got to be, I just got to be like, like I said, I got to have my Terry Funk on. I got to be tough as nails, and I got to go at him because uh, he's going to come at you, and it's it's he's a strong boy. So you gotta you gotta I gotta be ready for it, but at the same time. I got to give him my best, which I intend to do fully. And uh, maybe, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not small, but, but I'm definitely quicker. So I think using my, my, my speed and my toughness is, is going to be key in that match, you know? Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. You know, I, um, I'm a, a fifth degree black belt. I've been, you know, nice. fighting, fighting as a, uh, as a hobby since I was seven years old or six years old at this point. And, um, and, one of the things that I always found when I'm up against a bigger opponent is that reach distance is yeah. so critical and trying to get inside the grab without, without getting taken down to the ground. Without getting caught, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's always one of my hardest things about going up against a bigger opponent. And, um, and so one of the things that I really started to try and work on 
is my speed streaming straight into the center of the, into the center of my opponent. And uh, what I've always found on my end as someone that, you know, can do different things than what's legal in a professional wrestling match right. um, is, is going to the center of the body and, and trying to attack the center of the body was always the best thing to do on someone that says has as much mass as Venetius has. Yeah. That's that becomes difficult because you really do risk injury to yourself by attacking that mass. Oh yeah, and uh, you, know? you, you got to take the center of gravity out. But what happens when you take that center of gravity out and he falls on you? He's got to, you know, you got to, you got to protect yourself as much as get in there and get it. So you know, the, you got to, you got to not sacrifice power and and effectiveness when you're getting in there because you know he's gonna come. He's gonna kill, like I said, like catch you with that. He's gonna catch you and pull you in like a tractor beam. So you got to get out of there. You got to. It's like a, it's like a robbery, you know. You got to get in quick, and you got to get out quick, you know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, man. These, uh, we are coming up on our next, uh, our next pair of guests coming up here in uh, right, Cha Cha cool. Charlie and Vince Steele. So those guys should be jumping on Let's any go. minute here. Uh, but I want to thank you so much for jumping on the show. Oh, I know. Uh, oh, it's it's certainly our pleasure, man. I'm I'm sorry, Tyler couldn't stick around. His internet's all messed up. You know, he's know. got a whole bunch of people <laughs> coming into yeah, the yeah, house. Yeah, he's, he's busy, yeah. You know, so he's, uh, he's doing what he's got to do. But thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate sure. it. And I would love to get you back on again. Uh, love to get some, you know, some stories that maybe aren't 100% made up by Venetius on the air as we're talking about. <laughs> but, you know, um, you know, good luck with your maybe PTSD that, from that, working with RV. That'll be the part that shocks you how much they aren't made up. No, <laughs> All right, my friend. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, you, once again, this has been Miami Mike. He is with Coastal Championship Wrestling. He's going up with Venetius at Halloween Hardcore Heaven on Saturday. Go get your tickets for the show at Coastal Championship Wrestling FL.com. And we will catch you on the next side of the break. Thank you, brother. Wrestling fans, Coastal Championship Wrestling returns to the Music City on October 24th, live for Halloween Hardcore Heaven at Helio Strata in Nashville, Tennessee. Your huge main event is Sabu versus the neck break kid, Alex Ocean. Go to CoastalChampionshipWrestlingFL.com and buy your tickets today. They're going fast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio, and we are here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. I am Ted. Unfortunately, Tyre had to scoot out of this week's episode. He, uh, his internet was constantly freezing up and constantly uh, causing him problems, so he wasn't able to stick around. V will be back on with us in just a few moments, and uh, we are awaiting our next guests for the evening, which is going to be Cha-Cha Charlie and Vince Steele. But uh, while we're waiting... For those gents to jump on and join us, I wanted to talk a little bit about Impact Wrestling's Bound for Glory event, which is coming up on Saturday as well, just like Halloween Hardcore Heaven, hosted by Coastal Championship Wrestling. Both of them are in Nashville, and uh, you know it makes sense that, that we talk about the card a little bit here. Because this this has been a major focal point of our program for the past several weeks. The the rise of Impact Wrestling has been so heavy and it's been so good uh, since they really came out of that Slammiversary pay-per-view. And it's it's really been consistent. And it's been well done. Uh, I think that the card looks great. I'm looking forward to, to really seeing what we get out of this show. Uh, so we've got Ken Shamrock versus Eddie Edwards. We've got Moose versus EC3. Uh, we've got the Call Your Shot gauntlet match, and that's going to have AC Romero, Alicia Edwards, Cody Diener, Brian Myers, Havoc, Heat, 
Hernandez, Larry D, Rhino, Ty Valkyrie, Tanil Dashwood, Tommy Dreamer, and and more in that match, uh, the the Call Your Shot Gauntlet match, which I'm I'm sure is going to be very fun and very entertaining. Um, I love that it's intergender, and I think that it it really gives a, a life to the show that wasn't there previously. Uh, we have the Impact X Division Championship match: uh, Raju, who's the champion, defending against Chris Bay and Jordan Grace and Trey and TJP and Willie Mack. It's going to be a blowout match, and frankly, I hope we see Jordan Grace win. I think it would be uh, the next logical step for her to continue her elevation. Uh, we have the Tag Team Championship with Motor City, Motor City Machine Guns versus the Good Brothers versus Madman Fulton, Ace Austin, and, the, and then versus the North. Um, we have the Impact Knockouts Championship with Deanna Perrazzo versus Kylie Ray, and the World Championship where champion Eric Young will defend against Rich Swan. Um, I think all of these matches, A, sound fantastic. I think that the show is going to be fun. It's going to um, provide us with a lot of... <clears throat> Uh, it's going to provide us with a lot of action, but it's going to provide us with things that a either give us conclusion to stories, which is what impact has been doing really well is either continuing stories or concluding stories. And, uh, and B, you know, I think that this is going to give us some really quality wrestling, um, which is something else that impact does very, very well. So let's talk about some predictions for the card. We've got Ken Shamrock versus Sammy uh, versus Eddie Edwards, and Ken has Sammy Callahan with him. They're doing this whole kind of Sammy's got Ken in his pocket thing. Uh, I think that Ken is going to come out with the win here, and we're going to see that pair continue to be elevated. Uh, Moose and EC3. Um, EC3, like V said earlier in the show, is on a uh, case-by-case deal. He's on a show-by-show deal with Impact. He's starting his thing with Ring of Honor. Uh, he's certainly not going to get locked down in Impact. And so I think that we will see Moose uh, Moose come out on top of that match. I think we'll see EC3 put Moose over. Um, I think that we'll see Heath pull out the win in the Call Your Shot gauntlet match. He'll get his contract. Um, I think that the X Division Championship, like I said earlier, uh, my hope is that Jordan Grace will win. Um, do I think that that's definitely going to be the case? No, I think that there's a strong case to be made for um, for Raju to retain the title. I do. But I think that Jordan Grace would be the logical spot to go with it next. And so I hope that even if she doesn't win this match, that maybe she'll get a rematch and she'll get to win it down the line. Um, Tag Team Championship. Uh, the returning Motor City Machine Guns won them back you know, a couple months ago. I'm firmly behind that. Okay, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that because they're one of the best tag teams out there, frankly. Uh, however, I would be remiss if the if I didn't say that I thought the Good Brothers were going to win here. Uh, I think the Good Brothers are going to come away with the victory. They're going to come away with the tag team championships, and they're going to elevate those tag team championships. And we've talked about this many times on the show. We mentioned it just last week. Does the talent elevate the title, or does the title elevate the talent? In this case, I think that the, that the talent will elevate the titles. They will make those impact championships uh, impact tag team championships excuse me means so much more than they already do just because they're on they're on the good brothers and i think that that will mean for the tag division and impact which is already stacked by the way it's a fantastic division okay um i think that those guys will elevate it and that will be become a real hot spot for them as a division um 
Kylie Ray against Deanna Perrazzo. Perrazzo defending her knockouts championship. Uh, this match is going to be fantastic. It's going to be really fun to watch. Uh, I think Perrazzo retains. I think that they're going to continue to build her and build her and build her. And uh, when they finally take the belt off of her, it'll be for someone they really want to get over. Um, and I don't know that Kylie Ray is that. You know, I, I just don't know that Kylie Ray is that yet. Um, so I think Perrazzo will come out on top here. And then we've got Eric Young and Rich Swan. I think Rich Swan finally gets his belt. I think he, uh, he has his reason not to retire. I think that he does a, a great job with that. And I think that that's where we will uh, we'll see that happen. So that's, that's kind of where we are with, uh, with the matches for Bound for Glory. And, uh, and so while I'm at it, let's, let's talk the other pay-per-view that's on the weekend here. Uh, again, I'm still waiting on our friends from, uh, from CCW to join us here, and they should be on soon. Um, you know, let's talk WWE Hell in a Cell. And listen, this is a pay-per-view uh, I'm not really excited for. If it were a difference for me of paying for Hell in a Cell or paying for Bound for Glory, I'd be paying for Bound for Glory over Hell in a Cell, frankly. Um, you know, I'm just not super excited about the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view especially after the great buildup we got for Clash of Champions. And then we got a kind of eh, show uh, with, you know, a really good bookends in the show, but the meat of the sandwich wasn't great. So let's get into to the Hell in a Cell card a little bit. So we have the Kevin Owens versus Aleister Black, which is not really announced yet. It'll probably get announced on SmackDown tomorrow. Uh, we're seeing that we'll probably see uh, with the Murphy and Rollins split, we'll probably see Dominic versus Seth versus Murphy. That's at least according to CBS and what they think will happen. Um, you know, I don't know that we'll see that match, actually. I think that there's too many matches on the card as it is. Um, I think we'll see Jeff Hardy. And Jeff Hardy versus Elias is definitely happening. Uh, we've got the SmackDown Women's Championship with Bailey versus Sasha Banks in Hell in a Cell. We've got Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton in Hell in a Cell. We've got Roman Reigns versus Jay Uso in Hell in a Cell. And, and it's an I Quit match. Um, those three Cell matches are going to take up the majority of the pay-per-view. There aren't any fast Hell in a Cell matches. That's not how they work, really. Um, and, and if you cheapen the Hell in a Cell match, then you're not going to get what you want from your audience. It's just not going to happen. Um, it's one of the few sacred things left in the WWE that's still treated right most of the time. Um, so I, I think that we will probably see those three matches kind of dominate the card. And then we'll see Jeff Hardy uh, versus Elias. And then maybe we see Kevin Owens and Aleister Black. I can see that one getting put on the card. Um, I don't see, however, uh, the Mysterio, Seth Rollins, Murphy match being added to the card as well because there's too much to overshadow Rollins, and I don't think that they'll do that. Um, let's get into predictions about the show just a little bit here. Uh, Jeff Hardy versus Elias. I don't think that this is the end of what this is going to be. I think this is the beginning of what this is going to be. I think we should strap in. We're probably going to see this for two or three more pay-per-views and different iterations. Um, I think that the... Uh, the storyline carryover is something that's kind of refreshing um, from the WWE. Um, however, what I will say is that I, I think that Jeff Hardy and Elias uh, is going to keep going. And I think that in this case, is there's not going to be a real clean finish. If there is a clean finish, it'll be 
Um, it'll be Jeff Hardy going over Elias in some way. SmackDown Women's Championship, I think that this is not the payoff. I think Bailey still comes out on top. We're going to get the real payoff at Survivor Series. Uh, WWE Championship, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton. Maybe Randy Orton finally gets to go over here and get the belt, and then we see Drew get it back in front of people. And then you got Reigns and Jay Uso. Reigns is going to win. They're going to keep building him. There's no way that they're not going to do that. So it just kind of is what it is. And those are my predictions for Hell in a Cell. Well, my friends, it has been an interesting evening to say the least. Uh, Tyler's internet issues kept him from rejoining the show this evening. Uh, Big V has all these people coming in for the show in Nashville. And, uh, and so unfortunately, he, uh, he got tied up with, with a bunch of people coming in and uh, wasn't able to jump back in either. We did hear from Cha-Cha Charlie and from Vince Steele. However, it was they were having some audio issues, really difficult to hear them. Uh, we'll see if we can clean that up and, and, and throw them some love a little bit later. Uh, but unfortunately, they're not going to make the cut of this episode right now in time. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed the interview with Miami Mike. And, uh, and that you enjoyed the, the show. Let me know what you think about the predictions for Bound for Glory and for Hell in a Cell in the comments below. Please remember, guys, like, comment, share, subscribe, have fun with us. Go find us at, at W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T on all your social media, on, on Instagram, on Facebook, and on Twitter. That's where you can find us. Make sure that you hit us up, and we will always get back to you. To all of our listeners who have been helping us out and uh, – and helping us to, to come up with ideas to talk about in the throwback section of the show that'll happen on a regular show week. Uh, you know, we read off that list at the beginning of the show. Thank you so much for, for jumping in and, uh, and giving us your, your thoughts and your two cents. Uh, I hope that you all will give us a subscribe and that you will take a look at the show. Folks, on behalf of Tyler, on behalf of Venetius, I am Ted, and uh, this kind of feels like one of the older episodes of the Rewind Wrestling Podcast. So thank you so much for joining us this evening. We hope that you'll go see Coastal Championship Wrestling's Halloween Hardcore Heaven in Nashville, Tennessee on Saturday. And you can find all the information for that at CoastalChampionshipWrestlingFL.com. Folks, we'll catch you next time.